Welcome to the Ashoka Changemakers Radio, the very own podcast of the Center for Entrepreneurship at Ashoka University. Hi, I'm Aditi Tibrawal from the UG class of 2022, and I shall be your host for today. I have with me today Shorya, the founder of Humans of Safe Places, which aims at creating safe places, awareness, and breaking social stigmas for the LGBTQ+ community. It organizes digital peer support meetups. undertakes social media campaigns on destigmatization of social issues for the lgbtq plus community and provides a platform to survivors of gender based violence to share their voices and create awareness through digital storytelling humans of safe places is also being incubated at our center for entrepreneurship through the undp partnered incubation program with support solutions for lgbti livelihoods mitigating gender based violence and promoting gender equality welcome shorya how have you been hi aditi thank you so much for having me here i am good i'm doing well how are you great thank you for asking um, so to begin with i would like to start with the question that what inspired you to start humans of safe places even though uh, there was a particular incident that happened uh that basically made me want to start so that initiated this concept this idea in my head but i think uh i think i've always i've always been very vocal about issues that plague our society and um, to me humans of safe places just came up naturally uh, after that Th- that sounds great um so this brings me to another question was there anything you had to be mindful of when creating an interactive platform especially one that focuses on some of the most stigmatized issues of society right so yes there were a few things that we had to take care of while we were doing the stories because we knew that the kind of issues that we are dealing with are really sensitive and and as you said stigmatized right and they can be very personal also have aspects that might have been uh, you know that do involve a lot of trauma and a lot of abuse also sometimes so which is why it was very important for us to be mindful of what we were doing and therefore i think there were a few things that i uh, have taken care of since the beginning the first thing is to really just listen and uh, to just listen the person and with a with a very no judgment space that means you do not judge the person for for uh how they are or who they are you just listen to them without any preconceived notions in your head and and you basically pass them by right you do not when you are when they are narrating their story it should not be um how do i say distinguished or it should not be impacted by your own judgments or by your own opinions it has to be their story right and uh, often as individuals when we talk or when we uh, especially when a person is being vulnerable to us we we very much uh, uh, you know willing or we we very much uh, resort to giving unsolicited advices so i think that was one thing never really give advices you just have to listen as a listener i think all you can do is just listen and uh, yeah the the third thing is to uh, learn and unlearn because we all as individuals come from or come from our own backgrounds we have our own assumptions we have our own um, experiences but it is very important for us that when we you know talk to other individuals we learn and unlearn we uh, understand uh, different perspectives and and we 
you know at least try to imbibe those differences and accept them so that is there then uh another thing that we also uh, took care of was to basically um involve uh, the participation of the narrator because uh, the narrator as in the person who is sharing their story so we always ask for their consent before uh, doing anything so if we have to even before every story is published uh, the narrator always uh, it always gets uh, you know con like confirmed by the narrator the person whose story it is so that it gives them this um, you know right to make changes even if in case that you know they feel that something needs to change because it happens that when you're sharing when suppose if the writer writes the story for them so when you're sharing you tend you might overshare or you might share things that are not that uh, that you might not want to tell uh, later on which is why we always give a lot of value to the narrators who you know who agree to share their stories with us and we always ask for their consent so these are the few things that we have actively taken care of that that makes a lot of sense um also i was going through your website and um, i saw that from unlearning the learned to my not so straight journey your website features stories of immense depth so what impact would you say has this storytelling had on the writers the team working with them and your audience so i think uh, on the writers uh, and the entire team we have we have guidelines uh, we have guidelines on how uh, you can communicate um, uh, you know with the individuals and we have guidelines on how they are supposed to write the story and what is the what are the rules or what is it that they are supposed to you know take care of uh, we have guidelines on that then uh, when our writers uh, write the story so most of them are working on voluntary basis therefore uh, we give them enough breaks and pauses so so that they can always you know take their own time and uh, do the story accordingly uske uh, apart from that we also give them the option to choose for example uh, we have a list of so so when people contact us to share their story so we give them uh, option to choose that and then they do give us a brief idea uh, of what story or on what aspect that they would want to talk about so uh, we give them the option we give our writers to the option to choose that okay maybe this is the issue that you might want to talk about or you know because some somewhere sometimes a person is more uh, sensitive towards one uh, issue or one aspect than the other and that is why they might they we give them that space so i think that always helps and besides uh, we are very mindful that we are creating a safe place for other individuals but before that we have to create a safe place for our own selves and that is why our community our organization uh, as as individuals as a volunteer run organization we are a, we are a very much safe place on our own selves so which is why i think i always make it a point to be very vocal about my own uh, things with the entire team i uh, and and we keep in touch with each other regularly and and we maintain that empathetic surroundings wherein we understand each other and our And, and you know uh, give that space to each other so i think that is there uh, apart from that for the audience uh, as i've seen that uh, so most people tell me that uh, you know when they come through our platform the more the feeling the 
the loudest feeling that they get is that they're not alone in this journey because as victims of abuse as as people who are going through tough situations our society does not uh, provide us enough support in most situations and by support there are lots of kinds of support there is there is there is financial support there is emotional support there is social support there is support in terms of mental health so there are lots there are different kinds of support that an individual needs that that all of us need uh, in different different variations at different aspects of uh, in different uh, parts of uh, parts of our life or times of our life and and the first thing that most individuals tell me that they feel is that they're not alone in this journey and there are other individuals too who face who face these same issues and they face these same problems so uh, it might sound surreal but it makes them it gives them some sort of validation or it makes them feel less alone that is something uh, apart from that i've been also told that um, it is it is a lot of uh, it gives an individual a lot of perspective because uh, so you know when you come from a certain background you come from a certain sense of experiences you think in your own terms you think according to your own um, notions but when you get to know about notions of other different individuals it gives you a lot of perspective it gives you a lot of uh, you know knowledge and information about what are the different scenarios that other persons might other people might have and 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 what are the different possibilities that still exist uh, you know outside your own uh, circle so that is there yeah i think that's it that answers your question yes it absolutely does and it's great to hear sounds like a space where everyone is learning from each other and growing together um so would you like to share with us a few key learnings from this journey for you specifically i think it has been quite a journey uh honestly so there have been a lot of learnings for me i think uh, i am a much more aware person so now i mean when i again i think like everybody when i started the organization i came from my own uh, thinkings and my own assumptions and and i think uh, humans of safe places has, has given me a lot of exposure and a lot of perspective uh, and that is uh, i mean that is something that i really really value because i it has given me the the kind of platform through which i have i have conversated with a lot of individuals i mean i have conversated with queer individuals or conversated with uh, mental health uh, people going through mental health issues victims of sexual abuse trauma and 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 intersectional issues also right like so i think it has given me a lot of perspective and uh, outside my outside the experiences of my own life and that is the most valuable part for me but apart from that as a person also i've grown as an entrepreneur i have grown and uh, yeah i mean these are some major learnings for me that i have learned to because as an entrepreneur it it requires you to be very um it requires you to wear a lot of hats uh, so i think so for example um i was a software engineer i i did software engineering and even then i never really coded you know i am just i just hate i'm a, i'm a technophobe and i'm i'm an absolute technophobe and i hated coding 
and humans are safe places made me do a bit of coding like so when we had to build our website i had to resort to a bit of coding and i and i worked on it and i and i was surprised that i could do it you know i couldn't do it in like my four years of engineering but i did it for like this organization so that's so i think that is just like one of the learnings i had and uh, so a lot of skill development has happened and as an entrepreneur also i've grown i can honestly relate on the engineering part and uh, the coding part but um, also i'm sure you and your team have touched many hearts and you might have had many wow moments so i was wondering if you could tell us about one of them that you cherish from this journey okay so i think there are there is to to choose one wow moment would be i think sort of unjust so i think the act that uh, how desperately people need these uh, this kind of safe place uh, is is very evident from um, from the time when i started this uh, platform i was still in college uh, when i started this and um, when when i started this so most of the stories that i posted on the platform were from people in my college itself were or from friends and acquaintances and friends of friends and and just uh, people in my college and uh, and friends uh, in delhi so mm, so i think the fact that people could just come to me and share those uh, instances and share those stories which they could not uh, which they had kept inside themselves for years and which they could not share uh, even with their closest confidants i think that is uh, something that makes me feel so uh, proud and that makes me believe in this even more yes um that sounds really nice also um i was wondering so is there any specific mistake that uh, you made or the team made in this entire journey and you wish that you had avoided that yeah i think uh, so when i did this i just did it out of passion like there was no uh, foresight to it uh, and i think that is something that i should have worked upon um, and and i think that is a mistake that i think i could have avoided but it's a mistake nevertheless and and i but i have learned from it and i have moved forward so i think that is one thing for me right um my another my next question is the pandemic has brought in with it a sense of isolation and um, do you think it has affected in the way in which you approach storytelling and if yes how has it done so and uh, do you prepare the stories all by yourself oh uh, so no i do not prepare my stories all by myself i have a team of writers uh, we call them empath writers so they approach the narrators the the storytellers and they write for them because uh, we believe that uh, everybody might not be a writer but everybody has a story so and and that is the mindset so yeah so uh, the uh, the difference or how the pandemic has uh, impacted us is that uh, since we were digital uh, initially as well uh, so which is why the pandemic was not that much of an impact that did not did not create that much of an impact however it has uh, stopped us from um, exploring further in this uh arena for example we used to have uh, in the pre pandemic time we did have a lot of uh, sessions that were offline as well so we couldn't have them anymore 
so it has uh, impacted the storytelling aspect uh, not to a great degree because we are still we were originally holding conversations on call or on zoom we still doing that uh, but yes it has limited our uh, offline uh, spaces and it has also limited our uh, you know our other uh, aspects in terms of how we thought we could grow further yes um, so everything you have mentioned so far sounds absolutely great and i'm pretty sure it is only going to go bigger and better increasing the impact and touching more lives but to hear it from you could you tell us your vision that you wish to carry into the future and what are the other activities that you wish to foray into in the coming years so i think uh, the mission is to just create safe places and to you know initiate these important conversations that are still not happening in our society and uh, in households and on and, and as part of dinner table conversations when they should have because literally every one of us are going through some or something or the other at some point of time in our lives and, and we are still not talking about them so this is the just this is the simple notion the simple logical fallacy that i find that you know even though every one of us has this issue and we still not talking about it is just just uh, making it is is just the basic aim of the organization and uh, but primarily we are working around this so telling stories on a digital platform is definitely something that we are doing apart from that we um, uh, started uh, this program called the empathy ambassadors program so as part of that program we uh, selected a cohort of uh, college going uh, individuals and we provided them the necessary training and the skills and so that they could take these conversations ahead amongst their peers because uh, we identified several issues like mental health body image issues uh, drug abuse that are extremely extremely prevalent in colleges today uh, and we thought that colleges are like the right time to create impact on an individual's mindset and and how impactful they can be the time <clears throat> one spends in the college so we thought that we could you know do this program and and take these conversations uh, into the open and actually make a difference so that is one thing that we are um, doing and apart from that uh, basically everything we do revolves around creating the right kind of conversation so we do have our own uh, support group and circles and meetings that we have with our uh, community members there are webinars that we regularly host uh, because <clears throat> it's not just important to uh, you know initiate these conversations but it is also important to educate and create the right kind of um, in and you know disseminate the right kind of information around it apart and uh, pro probably provide access to all the resources that are there so this is something that we are working on besides um, there are more things in line and i think i hope i am able to implement them really soon definitely definitely and as you said we are still not talking about them um on this note what would be your message for those who have not yet come out and shared their stories uh i think there is no such thing as coming out really i mean uh, it's just sharing your story i mean different individuals do it for different reasons but at the end of the day it's just because when we call it coming out we are basically 
terming it as something special, right? And I don't think this should be something special. This should be part of your mundane, boring, normal life. And therefore, I wouldn't think of it as coming up. But uh, yeah, I mean, just talk about it. What will you do keeping it inside yourself for so long? I mean, it'll it'll eat you up and make you hollow. So you'd rather talk about it and tell more people about it, especially, uh, I mean, of course, uh, people who understand you, people who can be empathetic towards you, people who will not judge you and just listen to you. So I think it's important because for your own well-being, but also uh, you can share it because you think that um, there are instances that you think sharing will make a difference too. For example, uh, I have seen a lot of individuals just share their stories because they do not want another person to go through the same thing that they did. And they feel that uh, in some ways uh, their sharing can make a difference. And it actually does because I have seen that difference being created. So, yes. That's fair. Makes sense. Um, before we finish off this very insightful conversation, do you have any message for aspiring change makers? So, uh, messages for the aspiring change makers is that uh, uh, you do not have to really be a change maker for, as a profession. Uh, you do not have to choose like uh, change making as a profession. Really, to be a change maker, you can be a change maker uh, in your daily life, in your everyday life. You can make those small changes. Uh, I mean, you can just be yourself. And I think uh, even that uh, is enough to really bring the change that we want in society. Just be your true and honest self and just uh, maybe uh, uh, um, try to create some... So I think bring those small changes that you want to foresee in the world, in your own life. And that way you will just inspire other people. And uh, yeah, and I think you don't really have to make that effort. Sometimes just being yourself is enough to create the change that you want to. Because, yeah. Agreed, agreed. Um, this was amazing. Thank you, Shorya, for joining us today for this episode of the Ashoka Changemakers Radio. Your journey is an inspiration for all, I being one of them. I have learned so much talking to you and I'm sure others will too. That brings us to the end of this episode. Do let us know how you liked it or if you have any feedback by writing to us at entrepreneurship at the rate ashoka.edu.in. Over and out.